New Life and anyone else who might be tuning in. My name is Reese. I'm a pastor in Coquitlam at a church called Calvary Baptist. It's sweet to be hopping on to another daily with you as we look at the Psalms. And uh, today we are going to go through Psalm 91 and it's uh, short and it's concise, which is perfect for my attention span. And it gives us a lot to wrestle with as we might go throughout our day. So let's read Psalm 91 together uh, in the New Living Translation. It says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. So my former professor, retired now, he's a scholar in the Psalms. His name's Craig Broyles, and he really puts it well regarding Psalm 91. He says that for certain believers, this Psalm provides some of the most comforting promises of the Bible. For others, these promises are some of its most unrealistic. For the faithful who have experienced tragedy, these promises smack of being cruel. Now, I'm not sure if you find yourself in any of those categories today as you listen to Psalm 91. What I do want to do is I want to provide you with three thoughts that might help all of us understand Psalm 91 in a way that helps shape and mold us into the image of Jesus, which is the whole point. So first thought, not protection from earthly calamity, but from divine judgment. So verse eight is key. And verse eight reads like this, just says, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. It's key for us in understanding that the psalmist might be using earthly imagery to talk about God being our refuge on a deeper, more existential level. And so even at the end of the psalm, when it seems that the writing is from God's point of view, the promises from God are salvation from what verse 8 reads, the punishment of the wicked. So the psalmist, I'm sure, isn't in denial. Uh, they know 
that earthly calamity affects everybody. We know that too. We have been front row seats, whether it be through the news or maybe in our neighborhoods of earthly calamity. There's so much going on. God's promise to those in relationship with him is rescue from the kind of reality that awaits the wicked. And the kind of language that the psalmist uses throughout the writing, it paints that picture in a really potent way. So second thought I want to go over, and this one uh, is kind of interesting. I actually just want to talk quickly about guardian angels. Guardian angels. So verse 11, uh, many might use that verse to support the doctrine of guardian angels, but I think it's really, really important for us as readers of the Bible and as Christians not to build whole theologies and doctrines out of just one verse that we can take out of a psalm. So angels uh, in scripture have been seen to carry out a variety of different purposes. So that includes relaying messages or fighting against uh, demonic forces. And one of them would be watching over believers and serving uh, God for the sake of uh, believers. And we see that at uh, the beginning of the book of Hebrews as well. So this popular picture that uh, you might even have recognized in like, it's a wonderful life around Christmas time, classic movie, uh, is that there's one guardian angel that is uniquely uh, assigned to protect this one single person. Uh, and that is just not something that we see in scripture at all. Um, and so again, it's important for us not to, uh, build popular doctrine out of, uh, just one statement that could be taken out of context. But what is important for us to know is that, uh, it is comforting that God can use angelic beings to provide protection uh, for those in need. And so I want us to land on that point, even though we touch on that just briefly. Third thought is that there's a call to relationship with God in this psalm. God says, I will rescue those who love me and I will protect those who trust in my name. And so I love Love how this psalm ends. God's heart for reciprocal relationship is on full display here at the end of this psalm. So for many uh, who might be in that camp of kind of cultural or nominal Christianity, uh, might see God as this holy bodyguard who um, you don't really address or talk to, kind of like a shadow, um, until... Uh, you're in a you're in a pickle, and oh, bodyguard, come come help me! And uh, that's just not that's not God. God won't be used that way. He won't be seen that way. It's all about relationship. One of the most beautiful things about God is that it's through this personal trusting relationship with Him that we can find rescue and shelter. Jesus puts it so bluntly when He says. Depart from me, I never knew you. To those who might want to benefit from uh, God, but not have relationship. So, in conclusion, Psalm 91 can be one of those texts that 
gives us a lot to think about in our day. And that's my hope for you as you listen to this daily, that you would wrestle with this and chew on it throughout the day. We find comfort in the fact that God is rescuer and protector, and he does give us shelter. That is who God is, and that's a promise. We're also challenged in this psalm to know him and to love him and not just consult God when we need him. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this psalm. I pray that as we go throughout our day, maybe if we're just ending our day, that we would look at you as not just someone we uh, might need in times of troubles, but also that we would have a holistic relationship with you. And that's where true rescue and salvation would come from. Amen.